So it's no secret that I'm a huge tire nerd, you know, and, um, you know, maybe yeah, the are. tire nerd here at Drama Awesome. Uh, I don't think that's fair to say. Okay. All right. But one of the bigger ones, let's say. And so, you know, I've, I've had all sorts of tires. I've had, you know, everything from full straight R compounds on my cars that were actually street di- driven to, you know, some of the milder kind of all season stuff. And I've never had a tire, like, especially the PS Forest that's on my current, uh, on the M Coupe. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I can't believe the level of performance that you get out of it, the, the stick that you get in the dry uh, and you know the, and the wet but on top of that you get like incredible ride quality they do put a lot of time and effort into these tires uh, it's not just the compound it's the structure it's the ride it's the noise uh, they're phenomenal tires I highly recommend them um, I know people usually think okay if I'm going to pay a premium am I going to get that all back and you do get that back and some just keep in mind that if you're paying X for one set of tires that is going to outlast the other three you're ultimately paying you know less so um and you have a better tire and you end up with a better tire better braking too like a lot of people talk about okay well i don't even drive that fast whatever but it's also a safety thing right um yeah you know you're gonna you know shorten your stopping distance and uh and also maneuverability you get better handling out of it and a better stick michelin tires offer amazing performance with practically no compromises driving while awesome podcast radio hour (laughs) god yo do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Right. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My you name... almost were singing that is warren i'm brian i almost felt like a little country hick accent i'm art i'm lane welcome to drama awesome <laughs> a little tip of the hat maybe top of the morning to you or whenever you're that boy's been ridden hard that's right <laughs> if you ever go looking for to buy a horse and someone is standing next to him and says that boy's been ridden hard you don't buy that horse just let us know to email us if that happens ever yeah. have you ever heard anyone say that boy's been ridden hard <laughs> referring to a horse i want to know we Dude, want our, emails the, our listeners in montana are like yeah it's the norm it's like <laughs> you've been to a horse auction what the fuck are you talking about horse market uh, magazine daily that's always quarterly quarterly equestrian quarterly equestrian quarterly Oh man, we are horse people and we're sorry that we you're, you're listening to this because yes. it won't be long now. It's going to be, uh, just us in our little gated racetracks with our smelly old cars. Gated shifters? Little weird little uh, pants. Weird s- pants. Oh, you're about to lose that. Red Barquetta. Do you know that song by Rush? Not offhand. Maybe if you little sang it. Little Red Barquetta. Oh yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, Good one. A- it's kind of like little the red kind you find in a secondhand store. Rush, so, uh, you know where they're from? Kenyatta? Canada. Canada. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Rush's Red Barquetta song is based on an article that was written in Road and Track in the early 60s, which is really intriguing because it's about basically um, sports cars becoming obsolete. And like how it, 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 all cars became like these huge bloated safe boxes and oh. like it's thinking way ahead of, uh, uh, way ahead of their time there, but it's not electric cars. It's just like these really ultra safe things mm-hmm. that don't pollute and all that. I right? just want to hear you sing a Rush song. I want to hear yeah. your impression oh. of, Dude, what is it, Getty Lee? Tom Sawyer. Is Getty Lee the singer? Yeah. 
We don't want to like have people just drop off right now. I know, now. no, no, no. But, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. Listen no. to some Rush if you're if you're unfamiliar. Yeah, Rush is amazing. It's That's, a super rad song though. That maybe, one specifically. They too. say maybe we could remember and we could have Art sing it just for the end of the podcast. That's yeah. who people who make it all the way. Yeah, I forget his name. Neil Pert is that his name? Yeah, Neil Pert. Uh, they say greatest rock and roll drummer yeah. of all time on Rush, and he. Writes the lyrics. Getty Lee writes the music. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That just blew your mind. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's exactly you know, true. A huge but Rush I think fan, it is. Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, really? In all of his movies. And you know what's funny about that is I don't think he had anything to do with it, but I love you, man. They go to a Rush concert. And it's like a big deal. That, in the, I bet that has something to do with it. I bet Adam were, Sandler has something, to do, something to do with it. Huh. I bet it's uh, um, his production company or something. Madison or whatever. Yeah, Happy yeah, Madison. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, happy, happy Madison. Madison. <sighs> Interesting. Good times, man. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So that's that? a show. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. your rock and roll horse <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it hasn't been done much, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get it going here. Um, and we also want a uh, country boy band. Yeah. So that's another angle. Of course. We're working on for for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Getting some gold. Yeah. Um. So how's everyone doing? Sunday edition here? Yeah, just, you know, getting ready for Radwood. You know, I was, and a half away. I was just kind of reveling in a great another great cars and coffee we had. That was pretty interesting. So our definitely our sketchiest weather uh, cars and coffee. We yeah. for those not in the area, we host it essentially on a bluff overlooking the Pacific Ocean and kind of a rugged coastline. Um, and so we've been really lucky this whole year uh, hosting over the winter beautiful you know even if it was cold never had a bad day and it was never that cold amazing right so this one is a little uh super overcast a little bit of rain drizzle but it never rained hard no it never got bad and i got scared a couple times there but yeah yeah, and then we had like 40 cars yeah it was good very good turnout yeah super good turnout for the uh for the weather yeah Mm -hmm. and maybe our last one of the year at least last one on last like the scheduled yeah the last like monthly yeah well i think it's probably not the last one of the year but maybe the last uh non-curated one right we're gonna start oh that's right and not not of the year but of the season season yeah we're gonna start putting a fence up and checking people's you know credentials on instagram Yeah. yeah Sure we had a we had a few evos show up. Oh, yeah, I was really uncomfortable about that. I mean, especially they were doing burnouts on the street. Malibu called me. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, yeah, right. Stay out of Malibu. Trankus called. Like, yeah, Trankus. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Trankus. Yeah. Don Trankus. <laughs> um. Anyways, really good turnout, and yeah, Lane cool. bullied everyone into driving their cars. <laughs> just said. Give me the fucking keys, douchebag. I didn't bully anyone, and I didn't ask to drive a single car. I was offered to drive Racing Ali's M3, but it was you do it? currently raining. When I drove one when it was raining. So you're just badass, dude. No, but you should have. But um, I I denied him. I, I was just sitting and I didn't want to sit in. He has like some nice Recaros. Yep. And he just got the car. So I sat in. He's like, dude, you got to drive it. And you hand me the keys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's cool. They'll just drive it another time. He knows. No, you have to go drive it. I'm like, all right. Well, so. he just got it back, right? Because he owned it a while back. Yeah, he owned yeah. it like a few yeah. years ago. And he just bought it back. Mm-hmm. So um, it still uh, has a couple trick bits to it. Yeah, I don't know what's done to it. I think he, it's got it the ha- CSL has... carbon uh, air intake. It's got good brakes. Motons? Uh, Recaro's. Alcons? Alcon brakes. Oh, no, and it has Motons. Oh, Moton right? shocks. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, and uh, they're not tuned to his liking, as you can imagine. Actually, 
I can't remember. I thought that was one of the stories. Is that or he had Motons. Now it has something, but it has something else really good. So. Yeah, but yeah. but they were like he had a he had the Motons tuned perfectly, and yeah. they were like the highest of the highest end. Yeah. And, or he had something else, and now it has Motons, but they're yeah, not the I external. Think, I think he's gonna uh, get that get the thing dialed again. But, I don't know, uh, so but it's like an 04? What is that? It's a ZCP mm-hmm. competition pack car, so I I don't know what all that involves, but it has it's a one it's the special color for that model only mm-hmm. and it has a quicker steering rack. Yeah, it's on our Instagram page, dark blue yeah. E46. So it has a steering rack out of like a the the CSL, which is a Euro only car. So it was kind of like our version of the CSL is like a CSL lightweight. Basically mm-hmm. as good as we could get that. Yeah, exactly. E46, right. Um, so what's your impressions? <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I just, what I wasn't, I wasn't very impressed by the car. Okay. Does it feel heavy? Like it's, it feels like really heavy. Yeah. They They're 3,400 pounds. It feels like 3,400 pounds. It feels like all the weight's really high. Like it's just kind of like you're, I yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's, it's somewhat quick, but it didn't feel like it doesn't feel that fast um that motor needs to be revved i mean yeah. i think it revs like eight 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 thousand or something yeah or, mm-hmm. i don't know but uh motor needs to re- be revved to really get the power um not that quick i didn't i mean i granted i mean i didn't get a full shakedown because i didn't really take it on any t- real twisty roads it was raining you know all this stuff but initial impression was that it just didn't like excite me at all like there was none of that like giddiness you get when you drive a really cool car or anything it didn't i i don't think it sounds particularly good damn that induction actually, sound with i think it actually sounds horrible the induction really it's just like throbbing like pop up like almost like an exhaust leak under you hmm. like hmm. that's what the induction sounds like to me it's kind of like i don't know man so what'd you um, drive next so that car was a little i was well, on, i was not impressed with that car i mean before we move on <clears throat> yeah i remember you we were talking about it right after, and I think, I mean, where that car, where Ali was really stoked on that car was on the track, and I think that would yeah. probably be, you know, that is a completely different story yeah, yeah. of, like, how that thing hustles. Yeah, and I think if you're on the track, you'd be like, man, or I could have something really light and cool, like something that weighs uh, 800 pounds less, and it'd well, be way more fun. What, what I think is it's really tuned for that edge of performance, and you can't recognize that until you really do get it on track, which no, I understand speaks that. about the car as a whole. So, yeah, like, on the street, not, not very impressive, but then when you really want to push it, it does well. But I mean, the other yeah, thing. Yeah, I just think about, there's a lot of compromises. It's not in that a car. It's not a sports car, yeah. right? Or you know, it's not designed <laughs> as a sports. It's car. It's not a sports car. It's a sedan with go fast bits. Right. Um, I mean, a sedan body, you know, kind of like a compromise car, yeah. basically. Um, but you know, it's cool. It's a really neat. It's a good, like, best looking E46. Um, Dude, it I looks think. amazing. It looks yeah. really good. It sits nice. And you know? if you if you're trying to answer the question of a daily driver. And it kind of feels like I'm on all these nuts for it, but I mean, it it is an uh, an interesting package. Like if you're trying to answer daily driver plus track car, that's a very good solution. It seems like, mm-hmm. yeah, big trunk. They're pretty comfortable. They're insulated. Uh, yeah, 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 no doubt. And yeah. it's it's heavy, so it's it's comfortable and at high speeds on freeways. Like it's stable. Couple dated things on the E46 is like the steering wheel, the little airbag surround plastic. Is that? Really like gross gray 
grayish brownish kind of color. It it just looks really dating, kind of ugly. There's a couple is, little. Is it peeling like the rubberized kind of stuff? Uh, not really, but it's just kind of kind of gross looking. Um, I mean they're they're fine. It's just kind of like it's what I remember about driving normal E46s and other E46s I've driven in the past. They just feel like everything feels a little bit heavy. All the inputs are a little heavy and not not. It's not a very lively car. So after that, I stepped into Sean Grimes. 911 Mutt, which Art um, got all sick from a couple weeks ago. Swapped keys exhaust from the gas fumes. Yeah, so it's a 71 911 T with a three li- three point two liter, like a built three two with you know three hundred some odd horsepower. Um, that car was like the exact opposite of all these. It's like super lively and um, low, but <laughs> super low, and you feel like the front end is just like magical, kind of like. As opposed to his car where it's a little bit lazy and stuff. Um, the fr- front end's really alive and the whole car just feels like it's gonna, it can jump around and bounce and kind of do whatever you want it to do. It weighs like 2,200 pounds or something. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, it's not probably, it's probably this. I mean, if you dragged the E46 and that, they're probably exactly the same, like in a drag race, mm. but in a 2,200 pound package with like, very little sound deadening and all that. It's just like a more, it's more of an experience, right? Um, oh yeah. And it's a natural sound as opposed to this like weird intake that I hear in the 46. Um, so yeah, that was pretty fun. I took, I took that one on a little bit of a back road, uh, and it handled well. And I don't know. I liked it a lot. It has a nine fifteen with a Wevo shift kit and it shifted nice and super easy to shift. I mean, it shifted pretty quick and everything. It wasn't like, yeah. Dude, it seems like pretty much the ideal package yeah, for it's pretty an dialed. early 911. Like, would you, if, if it was your personal 911, would you change anything? Mm, I mean, I'd definitely put different tires on it. It has S drives. They just don't look the part to me. They felt yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. I didn't push it or anything, but I know I've driven cars with S drives and I don't like the way they feel when you push them. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, besides that, it's a really cool car. It has cool, like, vintage race seat, you know, sport seats and stuff, and they felt pretty good. Um, I'd say that's my favorite. It's a really nice car. I mean, it's hard cool. to like DWA 911 yeah. is in the mix. I'm sure you could dial little things in, but like, you know, it's a, it's a awesome. I love all, it all old cars like that are a working project, you know, work in progress kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Totally. But it was super cool. After that, I jumped into uh Dave Rendon, Dave LC two. Um, he threw the keys to his, uh, Ford focus. What's it called? SRT? SVT? Oh, SVT? SVT. Oh, shit, I didn't see it. So it's like an 04, I So guess? he was behind me on the highway going to Cars and Coffee. Yeah. And, and through town, too. So, and I was like, oh, I bet this guy's going to Cars and Coffee. And sure enough, he was. Yeah. And then it was Brad, Bradley Brownell and um, Rick from Clutch mm-hmm. Kick and a few other people. And we were sitting there and it was across the parking lot, this black uh, three-door SVT. Yeah. And we're like, you know, those have aged really well. Like every day they get like a tiny bit better looking and kind of cool. Of course, at the time, you know, you're, oh, it's no GTI or whatever, mm-hmm. the Civic SI, whatever the competitor was. But we're talking about it for a good 10 minutes about, you know, oh, you know, the interiors and the, all this stuff. And next to it is like a 991 Turbo. S. S. No, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. 
black, like a full-on supercar, wow. the most capable yeah. thing in the parking lot. 200 grand. Probably. Right. New. We did not mention it once until the very end where I said, this is like, it's so fitting, you know, our cars and coffee. And that's what we're... All you're talking about is this focus. And <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, yeah. And nobody looked at it or anything. And even Brad, who's like Mr. You know, Porsche, yeah, was yeah. like, yeah, who cares about that thing? Yeah. 200 mile an hour. Yeah. Insane, yeah. you know. Well, that was the thing. So I drove, he, you know, he threw me the keys like, Lane, do you want to drive my car? Because I had been driving everyone's cars but At this already. point, Lane doesn't even know what he's driving. So, he's like, and, just saying yes. And Dave's just a super cool dude. <laughs> he's like so nice. And he's been at both of our Radwoods. He brings his uh, El Camino. Yeah. And it's powered by the uh, Grand National motor. Yep. And he's got his boombox on the roof. Yeah, yeah. He's Dave. super dedicated, you know, cool guy. And he was there with his son. Yep. And they were cruising around. Um, But he threw me the keys to this thing. I think, I don't, I'm doing this off my memory, but I think they're like 170 horsepower. Something um. Right. Yeah, I think it has a right. six-speed manual, revs to seven thousand or so. Uh, I don't know what the weight is. I'm guessing like twenty-six hundred something pounds or something like that. Uh, but yeah, so I took it out and um, initial impressions. You know, I'm driving through this dirt parking lot. It's like it'll kind of like show you some creaks and rattles and stuff. And the thing felt kind of really tight actually. And then I took it out and I took it on some back a uh, back road. And, uh, was it the one that starts with a B back road? Cause I feel like that road would be, uh, <laughs> it's the one the going south and then turning left. I oh yeah. That one. The, uh, that one. Yes. That's the yeah. one. But it's a, it's a good little, a good little test for a car. Yep. Um, some nice turns and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I was really, I, out of all the cars I drove that day, I was most impressed by this because I was expecting nothing. Yeah. You had very low And I was kind of like the most I had the most to say about it, I think, more than anything else, because, you know, I kind of knew what I was getting with the E46. You knew what you were getting with the 911. Like, there's not much to say. Like, it kind of lived up to what I thought it would be, um, both of those. And then to get into this thing, it was like, man, this is like actually rattle free at 100, 100, 140,000 miles on it. Um, had a nice thick steering wheel, which I was surprised, like how, how girthy it was stock seats uh stock seats and it was just really tight and it felt like way more solid than i would expect like driving like civics from that era and toyotas and all that stuff they're all like really tinny and you close the doors and they kind of like they make this hollow sound this thing it feels way more european which i guess it was that was the european focus um the shifter felt nice Steering was all right, you know, didn't have the greatest like initial turn in and stuff, but once it loaded it up, it was pretty good. And, uh, I was, I was like talking, he has a dash cam in there and it was like face towards me. So I was kind of talking to it. I'm sure he'll like see it or something, but, um, I felt like it was a lot. It, it reminded me a lot of my Acura TSX, but I would say it was 20% more solid feeling Wow! in every aspect from like steering feel. That's like the TSX felt like over boosted and this thing felt like a little less boosted and more solid, like better turn in Uh shifter felt just as good. Um, it felt like the chassis felt stronger and just mm-hmm. more one, you know, more home from a, yeah, just rigid, like, like a European car would. And, um, I was really impressed. I mean, the power, it was actually the way the engine responded was a lot like the Acura, where it's that kind of rubber bandy power range or you kind of like you're waiting, waiting. And then the power is all up high. I would say it revs 
quite not quite as freely as like a Honda motor, like a VTEC motor, because it doesn't have that like that VTEC at the end where it kind of like spools up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so it kind of takes a while to get to seven grand. But it kind of goes, you know, all of a sudden I'm shifting and it's like, oh, okay, I'm doing 80 miles an hour, like into third, you know, shifting out a second at like close to 70. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it is really high geared, which would be cool to put like a lower gear set in it. Yeah, he said it was actually like, uh, you know, a long space between shifts down low. So first, second, third, very tall gears. And then the higher ones, they're closer ratio. Yeah. Which was backwards. Like you kind of hope for the other. Yeah. Yeah, You want to be able to play with it more like... um, so, by the way, I'm just, like, glowing over here because of your scathing uh, estimates prior yeah, to yeah. this. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and like, the, it's a little validation. But uh, I want to know, too, like... Well, I got uh, out and I told Brian right like, away. I'm all, Brian, you'd probably like it. And yeah. it wouldn't be a bad car for, like, Coastal Range Rally or oh, for yeah. you to yeah. have as, like, a punk car. Yeah, because what do you... Oh, even for Coastal Range Rally, Dude, you put think? put some uh, bolt-on yeah. flares Dude, and you white do wheels it. on Yeah, you do it full, like, rally, full rally style. style. Yeah. And um, put an LSD in it. It doesn't have an L... It, they don't have an LSD. So mm. you put, like, a some kind of LSD in really? it. Really? You looked and they don't? Because uh, at the time, we I didn't asked know. Dave about it. Interesting. And uh, I think he researched... You know, he knows yeah. them pretty well. So he was telling me about it. Um, but, yeah, but, Cosworth Motor. Does it sound good? I was predicting I that it hear, would sound I good. I didn't hear much. Okay. I, mean, I just heard intake of anything, but not not a lot. Uh, it's funny they were they were videotaping you uh, coming back in to yeah. the parking lot and stuff. Like, oh, like I was gonna talk shit? No, like you were the you know it's like laying and driving uh, my car. Yeah, Here it yeah. is. This is happening. Yeah. 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 Did you and, sign the glove box or anything? Or? That's what I. Yeah. That's what I. Said. Well, I think that was the thing with all these cars. <laughs> like I kind of expected more because he was so you know talking about it so much like glowing about it how it's the greatest thing ever and i was just like i kind of didn't get it you know so i got yeah. that's the thing when he got out he's like what do you think i'm like i don't know dude like i don't really you know then i was kind of heckling him all i'm like it's good for you dude i'm like i'm sure you like it like it's all that matters <laughs> underhanded <right>? yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah the the sv the focus svt was like actually i was really impressed with that i mean the interior is like a little funky, but it's actually not that bad. I mean, it's really hard plastic dash and stuff like that, but it seems well bolted together. Like way better it. than like a C5 Corvette. Yeah. Or so those are C4 Corvette or something. Five like grand. That. He got us for three. Wow. Yeah, you can get a super nice one. And his with... is pretty decent, dude. It's pretty nice. And how many miles were on it? 140. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll go pretty good. Yeah, it seemed like it ran great. And... But when I've been looking, you can find like a super nice. Uh, with the European appearance package, which yeah, is yeah. like better the Recaro seats. seats, and it's all one solid color on the mm-hmm. interior. It's usually black. Yeah, his um, is black and red. Like six, seven grand for like ones that Jesus. people have really cared for. Like right. nice, nice that's paint. Too much. No, no rust. Yeah. But I mean, that's the that's the high, high level. End. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what. But I then use. you can definitely get them like three, four, four grand. Four yeah, grand. yeah, yeah. No, it's. A, I mean, it seems like a good, good didn't, car. Didn't you also drive Rick's car? Yeah, and then I drove Rick's 1989-911 Anniversary Edition, I Is guess that the it's called. First, or, uh, uh-huh. year, first time you've driven it? Yes. So it's the last year of the C of the Carrera G-Body, and that was also the first year of the 964, but only in all-wheel drive. So the C4. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I drove that. Uh, it's a 3.2, bored out to 3.4. Um, it's lower, you know, probably a little lower than MO30. Uh but his car, I mean, it's really nice, kind of like a good, like, it was nice driving that and Sean's car, kind of feel the differences. And uh, driving a G50, 
compared to a 915, which is always mm. a hot topic debate. Right. Uh, the G5, the way the shifter's placed, and the, his is like basically a stock car besides having a 3-4, three, three, but the shifter's really far away, kind of like driving Arts 993, mm-hmm. where you kind of like have to bend down to reach the shifter. Uh, Sean's car, the shifter was nice. It was kind of like set back a little bit and higher. Yeah, he's and got a different ca- you know, shift he has the Because he has and... the Wevo, so it yeah. picks the shifter up higher. And it, it made it really nice. But um, Rick's, you kind of had to reach for it. G50 feels good. It feels like a normal, just like a de- like a good transmission. Uh, kind of like a 944 or something like that, like a normal car. Uh, 915's fine, though. It's like totally good, especially in... With the stuff that uh, Sean has done to it. And then um, one thing, like, you you really notice, like, how much, like, the G-bodies aren't that heavy. They're 2,800 and, like, 50 pounds. But you you realize how much heftier they did get compared to the early cars. Or even, like, SCs um, or, you know, Carreras even, early ones. Like, they have hydraulic clutches and all that stuff. And all that stuff, like, adds in, it adds a lot of, like, isolation and more drivability, but you lose a little bit of that rawness. Like it's a lot more like driving a nine nine three than it is like driving an early car. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm like an SC kind of early Carrera guy more with the cable clutch and mm-hmm. like you know like another another hundred hundred and fifty pounds off of it. Yeah, where Older the transmission. Yeah, I mean I don't really care. The tranny's fine, and you can do that stuff to it. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was it's a good car. It's a nice compromise of like all worlds. Like you could see driving that thing to LA and back and being totally comfortable or on the rally and it's like nice isolation and it also has that classic air cooled like whale and some nice noise coming out of the back. It handles well. It's it's pretty quick. Um what kind of tires does he have on it? The same Yours. as I had the the uh Firestone Firehawk. Firestone Firehawk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Indy 500s. But the one thing, the steering, I don't know if his alignment's wonky or a little wonky. I know, like, I haven't driven enough air-cooled cars, and I haven't driven an air-cooled car in several years besides Arts and Kevin's 993s. But um, it, like, initial turn-in's good, and then it loads up, and it loaded up, like, crazy. It loads up, like, crazy, and you're, like, working to get it through the turn. Hmm. And, like, Sean's car... The thing just dances. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're on top of the front wheels, and you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. You know, you could, like, I could, if I'm in a turn, I could turn in and hit the mountain of I want. I can do whatever I want. Rick's car, it's like I was, you're kind of, like, fighting it through the turn. So I feel like. I wonder if it's the wider tires and being lowered. It's not that wide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're probably around, I think they're the same width as Sean's car. That Um, wouldn't be super, yeah, the same width. I think it's, like, I think it's some alignment. I think it's some alignment. No, brand new shocks. Oh. Yeah, um, I nice. think it's just an alignment. It's, you know, maybe he has like. Sean could have more toe out or something. Maybe he has too it. much caster and. Uh, yeah. Or too little. Yeah, too much caster. And it's Get like. It dialed. I don't know. Something, something's a little off there. But. Just yeah. The, definitely the first thing to try. So yeah. those yeah. are the cars I drove. And is, is Rick keeping that thing for a while or what? <laughs> I think so. I think he the goes- rally. I think the rally, he really enjoyed it. And it kind of like. You know, he hadn't really gone on a drive in that thing ever, and I think, it, you know, he was really happy with it. It's a great car. I mean, it's, like, great power, shifts really nice. Like, it's that perfect, like, everything car. It's like the E30 or the 944, but with more power, basically. Yeah, good condition. You know? Yeah, nice it's color. just a nice car. Nice so. color, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. 
Okay. Um, Art drove a BMW hybrid. I did. To Cars and Coffee. Yeah, it was kind of one of those last minute things. Um, I had a little, I brought the little one with me. Yeah. And she wasn't feeling so hot in the morning. So I, I was already running behind and I didn't want to move the seat uh, over to the 500 SEC. So I drove the loaner that I have right now. The X1 is in, uh, it's actually still there. They've already called me. I just haven't gone back to get it because I actually really enjoy driving this E, this 330E. <laughs> um, uh, and it's just also a hassle. Uh, Wait, but, why is the X1 in the shop quick? Uh, it's just service. It oh, just just yeah, it was regular I service. I these multi-day services. It was literally day of, but I made them. I made it. I made them fix something that broke. So, uh, you know that little accordion thing that covers the cup holder on these cars, and there's yes, yeah, this is not an update yeah. here. So is, uh... that there was an issue with that. I basically told them that it needed to be sorted, and they had to order the part. So it's still there technically already fixed but i haven't gotten picked it up so i got a 330e loaner uh sports seats adjustable bolsters like you know nice modern bmw but it is uh, rear wheel drive hybrid so four-cylinder turbo four-cylinder two-liter turbo with like 180 ish horsepower and a lot of torque and uh 90 uh horsepower uh electric motor and they work in unison so it's it's really interesting to see how that works i mean you can drive it in full e-mode but you get like 19 to 20 miles city, which is kind of ridiculous. But I mean, for a short commute, it works. Um, and so I've driven it in all different conditions. I, I've done it full e, uh, e drive or whatever. It's like max E. And, uh, it actually rips, like it feels like the i3, and then it just hits a wall at like 35. It just like, it just gives you nothing, cause it's, it's, it only has so much power, right? Right, right. Uh, so it just like runs out of steam, but it's good to like get up to speed and like zip around town and everything in. But when you drive it combined with the gas motor, uh, you have like instant power. It feels way faster than my M Coupe. And I was looking at the specs, and they're very similar in acceleration, but it feels way faster cause you have the power instantly, right? And then, uh, so you get, uh, like basically, e-fill like it, you get electric motor and then seamlessly uh, the 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 gas motor kicks in but not, yeah. but yeah. not really seamlessly yeah no it's actually it? yeah dude like it's yeah. super seamless like it's and ridiculous that's, that's a plug-in hybrid plug-in hybrid. so it's like full-on curves pretty much yeah and how like, much uh pure electric can you get like oh uh, like range yeah in the city it's like 20, 20. <laughs> so it's really it's very low okay but that's uh, not uh, i mean still get you to work and back yeah for i, I mean would... most commutes it's i mean yeah. like you know it's fine right um and especially if you can plug in at work you're fine right, right. Like, which is more and more the case now yeah. uh but as but in unison i was really impressed by how seamless the whole system works like in term, it's not a car that I would necessarily want to own in the long run and have to deal with services and no, shit on no. my own, but like What's, as a lease or whatever. Yeah, you lease it. You wouldn't yeah. want to own any of these BMWs. Yeah. What's the, um, uh, what was I going to say? Any like differences in styling besides wheels or? Nah, they're pretty basically the, the same. They have some different badging and stuff because yeah. it's the E drive or whatever. Of course. Uh, but, um, outside of that, no it weird drives. lighting or anything. Yeah, usually they do some lighting. Uh, and they have like blue logos. They yeah, have yeah. blue logos. They have blue logos in the sills. And I don't know if this is the case for normal three series. I've never driven in a brand, brand new three series, but when you unlock the doors at night, uh, it's bl- blue lights come on in the interior. But I don't know if that's the case for all of them. Uh, so, uh, one other thing though is that that's different is the batteries uh, are in the trunk underneath the trunk floor. So you do lose some trunk space. Like it's mm-hmm. not a, really that big of a deal. Sure. It's just you lose like, you know, like four inches un- in height. Any idea uh, of what the weight distribution is? Um, I don't, but I do know that it is 4,000 pounds. Whoa. But just like uh, Brian was describing about, e- uh, you know, electric cars, um, 
you don't feel any different any difference like i've driven a 428i a new one and a four something 40 whatever the hell those are and it felt very similar like it, it feels just like another three series you know yeah. it, it 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 doesn't feel very heavy it still drives well uh i i think i was texting was i texting with you ryan uh, i was texting with someone and they asked me how is the the steering feel and i said what is that right it's like it literally has absolutely no steering <laughs> yeah, feel at all just, like suggestions yeah i think we're it might have been you because you, yeah. you said yeah, i could be does it feel like it's like attached to a yo-yo and a string or something yeah, like right. it could be right like it's it, it's <laughs> yeah. so uh, like digital feeling and like it, it feels like you're playing a video game right yeah. uh so which is expected i guess right i mean the demographic that they're selling into it's like it's you know people just parallel parking in the city and this type of shit so <laughs> totally, totally. just zipping around but um but yeah no i'm, I'm actually i you know some of the interior materials are pretty old school. Like it feels like it's pretty dated now. That... Do they make the, an X3 or X1 version of that uh, <laughs> no. drivetrain? Oh, oh, you mean like an X1 hybrid yeah. thing? Do you um, do that? No, I think there's an. I think there's an X5 for sure. I don't know if there's an X3. Seven uh, series too, right? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention, but I, I don't know. Hard to keep up. Yeah, just super random. It was one of those things where, like, I I always like to try shit out when I'm getting my car serviced, and like, I saw what they had available. There was one. It was basically an X1, an X3, and that. And I'm like, why not? Right. So yeah. might as well check it out. Uh, so yeah, been cruising in that thing. Uh, I did oh. not drive that down today though. Okay. It was a huge hit in Cars and Coffee. Yeah, I try to tuck it in as far back as possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, speaking of Cars and Coffee, I showed up super late uh, because yeah, I was hanging out with the little one. She was sick and everything, but uh, it is not fun. I'm kind of I, I really don't like taking Amelia to these car events like at this age. Uh, and it sucks because she's super into cars. Like she loves cars. Like she has car toys. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's totally her thing, you know, but it, you know, not everyone's very accommodating as you can imagine, right? Like I, just a little kid rubbing their hands all over. She walks around yeah. with keys and like wants to put it in. And she's very <laughs> smart. She will not rub it onto the paint, but right, she goes right. straight for keyholes and nonstop. And it's nonstop. That is it. It's nonstop. Like in the only way to stop it is to tuck her into one car, but then I'm stuck in one car. Right. Yeah. And Ali was really accommodating. I'm like, he's like, yeah, put her in there because she wants, she's like, I want to drive this one. And she kept going at it. And, and she was like stomping around in a little booze on his Alcantara seats. I'm like, are you sure this is okay? He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And, uh, Sean Grimes was rad. He let, cause she actually, he knew that she was really into it when he was, when the car was at my house. Uh, okay. And so she played, that was where I ended up parking. I'm like, I didn't even make it to the other side of the lot. I just yeah. stayed near his car how how old is she again like two and change yeah, yeah. and uh and she she always says i like drive the cars drive the cars i have tons of videos mm-hmm. of like her just like we can be in the living room she's like drive daddy's car and she just wants to sit in there and like put the key in the ignition and you know do just dick around you know and she's play with like stuff her daddy yeah um actually i don't know if i mentioned this but at the bat alumni gathering uh richard chen same situation you know she was all over the place trying to get into cars that she shouldn't be in uh but richard chen brought his alpha gtv and uh his alpha gtv is a pretty nice car you know but um uh she he let her in the car she goes in the car uh and immediately hits the freaking shifter it goes into neutral and the car starts rolling oh, yeah. and uh and i'm outside i'm standing outside and she's standing in the freaking driver's seat and i'm like holding the car i'm like what the fuck and so like i like reach over and like i put it in gear you know but he's like oh yeah i forgot to tell you my e-brake doesn't work i'm like holy Yikes. shit um <laughs> I but i mean it's you know i'm stoked that she's so into cars it's just like it's hard you know it's hard to as you said it's non-stop so I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stroller is nice, I think. Yeah, it, it sucks to bring kids. Dude, I've brought my kids to events, and it's like, 
you end up just like chasing them around the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I was just chasing her around the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you can't like really do. It. I'm. I remember going to Canepa with Amelie like when she was three or something, and I look. I'm talking to someone. I look over, and she's stacking rocks on a G body bumper. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice, just a random car. Yeah, just like putting them on the bumper, <laughs> and you like, just yelled, "Good job, yeah. keep it up." Yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, Maya kept running for the cones, which are yeah. like placed like you know right at the entrance in so the she, street. Yeah, basically. she basically just wants to run to the street where it's like the most dangerous spot. I forgot the cones when I left. Oh, they're and, there. Uh, you left them there. Tom's Tom Zellick got them for me. Nice, yeah, nice. Cool. Um, also shouts out to Marty and Sue. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They so rad. gave driving so cool. some goodie bags for, you know, I guess thanks for the rally, but also since we give them goodie bags. Yeah, so yeah. very cool. My son uh, was loving the little car toys. Yeah. And, we uh, played with a balloon car. And then the socks that say gas uh-huh. and clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, nope. Cool. And some hand cleaner. Hand cleaner. Yeah. The hand cleaner wipes are rad. Those are actually totally. super useful. Because yeah. I always end up just using my microfiber cloths and having to wash them. Right. Um, yeah. So the, speaking of the yeah the little cars, I gave Amelia the little uh, Shelby Cobra yeah. diecast toy that her yeah. little model. Yeah, she really she loves, loves it. it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. She was so into the doors because they open and close and stuff. Mm. Um, very cool. Thank so. you very much. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Shout so rad. If anyone else wants to give us goodie bags, um, we'll see you probably at Radwood. So yeah. you, know. you can DM us. Yeah. <laughs> DM us. Yeah. What goodie bags on sure. the gram? I did want to mention one other thing. So I, I went and hung out you with our buddy. You already talked for like 45 minutes. Hey, this, right. was, this was uh, other stuff. Uh, so I went and hung out with our buddy Jason Camisa recently, and I got to Can't I got a ride. It. I got a ride in his Scirocco. Uh, uh, and so like Scirocco. I, I, had, I had never been in a Scirocco before. Uh, and Whoa. I mean, driven, like ridden. I've, I've sat in them. I've seen them a ton, but I've actually never driven in one or ridden mm-hmm. one. And his is a Mark II, uh, which everyone talks about the low ceiling and the cockpit being super tight. And like, I realized that it's like perfect for me, you know, like it's literally glove like, like I'm sitting there. I have several inches above my head. I'm several inches. Yeah. So, like it was totally fine, not including your hair. Not uh, hair included. So where are you going with this? Um, so uh, <laughs> you bought Jason Camisa's Scirocco. I did not buy it, like, but you ever I mean, sell that thing. But it was it's it was super cool. I mean, like I, I had never really. They have a one. neat interior. Yeah, super. Yeah, it's super rad interior. It's like very. It's like this. It's like, dude, it's like a it's like a nine twenty eight shrunk down. It yeah. It has that like like. That dash is like kind of in. I don't. Think, I can't explain it. It's very cockpit like. Cockpit like. I feel like it's definitely like you know we've we've said this before, but it's definitely a car you wear. It's like yeah. you're wearing the car. It's yeah. like you feel like you're driving this tight little thing, and uh, he pushed it a little bit, and like you know it makes great sounds. Like I've always associated CIS like to be really muffled and not sounding like anything, and it actually has good like induction sound. Uh, his car is like pretty dialed and has like you know it's a built motor, has 170 something horsepower and all that, uh, but he. Th- threw it around quite a bit i mean I, I i really enjoyed it i i never as i said it's just a new experience for me you know i've been in a bunch of mark ones and mark twos but um it has that feel but it feels like just because of the low the roof line and the shape of the interior and everything like it's just like you're wearing this little thing you know mm-hmm. really cool autocross car i think you know oh, yeah. yeah full on like we went into some turns very hot and just lift off oversteer like nothing just stomp sure. on it again and it just it, very eager to go anywhere you want very it forgiving too uh, kind of like my gti just, you have to push yeah, it really hard to get, get in trouble yeah you yeah. Get, yeah you're you're back on the throttle and controlling it so yeah. that was pretty rad um yeah. yeah i remember i had i had one or two of them and 
they they always felt they felt very special for the price. Yeah, like you know, you felt like being in them, like Just, because of the cocoon kind yeah. of feeling. Do you think that transfers over to the Corrado at all? I mean, oh, you own a Corrado. Yeah, I feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's not that far off in terms of interior wise. Like, it just has that similar feel. It's definitely heavier feeling. It's like a more substantial car. Corrado. Yeah, the yeah. Corrado is. Yeah. But, uh, but it definitely is unique enough that even beyond, beyond it being special to you as a driver and having that sense of occasion, like people like are super interested in the car. Like what they never know what it is, right? Like right. it's just such yeah. a unique car. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, both of those, cause he has the Euro front headlights and the Euro setup with the bumpers and both the Corrado's in that car have like this weird, very serious look that I really like. Have you, it's just got yeah. like this weird, not a scowl, but it's just kind of like stern. It's matter of fact. Yeah. It's, there's yeah. not a lot of like filigree. Yeah. This is, this is what you get. It's right. Yeah. I have a good front picture of it that I want to post. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. Cool. See my brother's new license plate on his Shiraka. So yeah. rad. Shirakan? Shirakan. Oh, no, so I haven't good. seen it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Jason Kubisa, did he have a good time on the rally? I don't think I've oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. He absolutely loved it. Okay. Yeah, he had uh, one point, uh, one feet, one, uh, what's it called? One uh, feedback thing? What DWA data point, One perhaps? DWA data point. Uh, the only feedback he provided said absolutely loved it. Everything was perfect except that... Uh, Try to incorporate less of a long drive at the end in in a straight line, which is very difficult to do. But oh, you it, mean at the end of the rally? At the end of the rally, but like everyone's coming from different directions. But oh, like, like after the rally, after or... the rally. Oh, that's impossible. Yeah. Like I think yeah. you make the right type of loop, and you can shorten that straight line drive. Oh, I could. But we could have made a whole other route to get home. Well, no, I mean right. you'd have to ask for everybody's address. But the problem is that is that everyone people are coming from different places, mm -hmm. right? Right. So like as we're planning the NorCal rally, like you see that some people for you know we can loop it a certain way that it'll be beneficial. We're still going to have area. a long drive home though. But like yeah. people coming from Oregon, people come from you know wherever. Right. It's just it's hard, right? Absolutely. Um, but that's you asked. That's what he said. But he but he really enjoyed the shit out of everything else. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag lane hate. Write your letters to Lanethan. We lane should have a lane hate at driving while awesome email address. Actually, it's not a bad one. I'll make that up. Okay, I like it. I'll make that up. <laughs> uh, so I drive about thirty thousand miles a year on my commuter car GTI, and I've gone through tons of different tire manufacturers. The OE tires are uh, probably Michelin's biggest rival. And I've gone through a bunch of other brands and you're like a one man consumer reports. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, every tire I get, I, I run through them so fast. It's hard driving yeah. with a ton of miles, yeah. different non stop every day. So he's conditions in dry year round. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about cold, hot. I mean, really hot. I'm, damp. I'm always hitting cold weather in the morning and, and there's always slick turns. And then I'm hitting usually in the afternoons. It's warmer. And, you know, I get the sticky stuff. Um, so when you say Michelin tires are good. Michelin's are the best. I've never had anything this good. Like my OE tires were an all season, you know, which is all season. So it should be. And they were scary in the wet. Like you would just induce understeer at, at will with the throttle. Um, since I got Michelin Pilot Super Sports. They just grip in all situations, like rain. I'm always confident in what they're doing, too. They don't have, like, a snappy limit. The ride is more comfortable. Everything is better about these tires. And all the other tires I've had, they last around 12,000 miles. And this is hard driving. Um, my Michelins last over 20,000 miles. Yeah, how do you even do that? Which is crazy. You get better life. And they're not Better traction as much. in all conditions. Yep. 
it's like there's no downside. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Usually you can, you know, they always say you can get, you know, if you want a car that's cheap, fast, and reliable, you can have two. Yeah, she's two. This is, this is, there's no compromises with Michelin tires. They're just like the best and everything. So I highly recommend Michelin tires, and I think we all do on the podcast. You will. Project car updates. I, so... My E320, <coughs> it's not a 350, it's an E320. I called it a 350 last week. Oh, okay. So that means... It's just earlier or something? All, yeah, they're it's a 350 is too, but... 600, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's just earlier. Oh, um, a W212 would be a 350. Or did they no, make no, a... 211. 211, yeah, 350. It's just later. Oh, okay. The lineage. But yeah. uh, I got called out by our friends at Motor Affair. Ah. Uh-huh. I told him that no. You told him nobody cares. No, well, basically, but I said Art did a swap, so it, it oh uh, yeah, 50. just overnight. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, hour. Um, just to save face. Yeah. Um, so this one has dynamic seats, which are like the super fancy three thousand dollars seats, probably. And the right front seat decided not to recline or go forward anymore. But this is from the minute I bought it. I tested it, and I was like, oh shit, that's broken. So I put our good scanner on it, like you know, $5,000 scanner and it talks to the seat. It wants to move. Nothing happens. I can hear it. Like click, mm. click and it'll go back, but it won't go forward anymore. So <laughs> I'm like pushing it back and it's like, all right, that's just stuck. So we got a new <laughs> Mercedes tool, like a laptop that's dedicated just for Mercedes. And that actually did a readapt like procedure. Oh really? And it went all the way back and it goes so fucking far back. Like you can and you're sleep just in the scared. Front. You're like, oh, like what if it never, never comes back? back like right? this car's unusable. <laughs> it like goes into the rear seat, like pushing it down. That's how far that thing wants to go back. Hmm. And then it moved all the way up and finally started working. And now it it's works. Like, it's still a little weird. Like I feel like every other hit of the switch it's like this is the passenger side. Passenger you are part. describing Dude, set a, it and forget it. You are describing oh, yeah. a weird problem. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing where then I'm thinking, okay, I need to call LKQ, like this parts recycler, and see if they have a black seat, even if it's not dynamic, and that's probably going to be 500 bucks if they have one. A dynamic seat is probably a thousand. Or please tell me you disassembled the switch and redid the bearings. <laughs> like no, I mean, no switch or bearings. I feel like black seats are super rare for those. They're kind of rare. Like tan and this is you know only heated, silver cars. Heated, are? cooled massage with you know lumbar and all that mm. stuff. Seat. They're not like a cheap. Yeah, seat. it's basically like you remove that control portion of it and yeah now it doesn't so nobody can back. do it yeah nobody can move it i think it's fine i'm not too worried about it because the the mercedes tool communicated with it and it worked well isn't that a super weird thing though what no, you just did kinda... you just plugged a computer in and yes. it was talking to the seat yes one no, computer you plugged in and it couldn't really i mean for those like people... negotiate the other one you plugged in and it did and, so... but it's not totally fixed it's intermittent still the weird thing is the five thousand dollar computer brought up the modules it had all the functions i could mess with and all the other functions worked except for that one it wouldn't do it so then this Mercedes tool did the same thing, but it actually said, yeah, okay, I'll make the seat work. Well, it's blowing my mind right now. Like, I don't know what to even think. And mm. It is a little weird. Like, and well, it, I mean, is it literally, like, changing the logic in the seat? Like, it's remapping the yeah, it's like freaking it software? Thought it's It thought that it was all the way forward as far as it could go for some uh, reason. Yeah, so you're, sensor you're relearning it. I don't know the exact, I mean, like Pat Murphy's listening is probably like, you fucking idiots. Like, yes, that's how you work on these cars. He, yeah. He's like, they're actually super simple and you're totally I know, talking like, about like, some ghost in the machine. That's. I remember, uh, selling like some European sport seats and stuff for Mercedes. And it, it's like, or with a lot of these cars, like putting new seats in the car, 
you have to like put the weights on the seat. Yes. And have it like relearn like yeah, yes, Warren talked you know, about settings doing that. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's all that kind of stuff. So I mean, without the tool to work on this as a layman, you're totally screwed. I mean, you have to know either a good shop that has the tool or yeah, be a tech basically. Mm. And that's why part of the reason I'm in this car. I wouldn't take the, I don't preach this type of car to just random, you know, oh yeah, it's a great $3,000 car. Like go for it because yeah, you may find that your driver's seat no longer moves or the whatever the ABS pump dies. By the way, that was replaced uh, like yeah. 30,000 miles ago. Um, so those are scary, expensive things. Um, so what's yeah. up with your S class? It's chilling. Yeah. I actually moved it today. You saw it? <laughs> moved it. Uh, yeah. I think I want to take it to Radwood. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, That's what I want to do. I can't get the wheels refinished because it's too damn cold. The guy. Like doesn't have a good. Oh, he doesn't have do like it. a garage or no. something. I mean, he does, but he's like, ah, I just won't. He doesn't want to do it when it's raining and stuff. Huh? So, so he doesn't work bummed. when it rains. No. Well, humidity also has. I mean, a, yeah. that's like a side. Oh, okay. Side thing, yeah. So uh, that's fine. They're not that bad. Hmm. For Radwood, I mean. Yeah, yeah. All good, but I'd like to do that before I sell it. Hmm. And that so. weird stalling issue never came back. No, never experienced. Hmm. Not once. He needs to get a heat lamp, like an infrared heat lamp. Yeah, like a heat dish. That's what I have at work. I have an infrared, like heat, like uh, a painting lamp. Mm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, it's a cure. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he's kind of like one of those jack of all trade guys. Mm-hmm. Does all these little, little things. Cool. He's also your hedge uh, fund manager. Hedge yeah. fund <laughs> manager. Um, yeah. So I don't have any. I haven't driven the thirty hardly at all since the rally. <coughs> like literally. But it was fine, right? Nothing I, happened to it. Yeah. So you're all no, just little stuff. Yeah. Did What's you little stuff? Oh, the mud flap. <laughs> your oil disappeared. The yep. mud flap. Uh, you still have a chin spoiler, so you're ahead of most people. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, totally. True. Did you notice uh, the lack of LSD? No, I didn't. But I also don't know what I'm missing. Hmm. Really? Good point. Know? Yeah. Getting on the power way I'm later. Used to it. Well, I'm I mean, you could. Yeah, you'd like feel it spinning. But, oh, I mean, yeah, the, no. We, there were some tight uphill turns where Absolutely. you probably would have. But I mean, yeah. it's like it's not. A qualifying session, no, so it doesn't it's really matter. Kind of underpowered to, I'm not getting loose. Yeah, as hard as I push it, doesn't really want to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really notice in the 944, but yeah. I did when I had one with LSD. I didn't. I remember thinking it like would shoot out of turns faster and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, uh, there definitely is a benefit, but you don't so really nice. feel that you're like missing it. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel it driving it. Yeah, I felt it a lot in the 2002. Like it was because I, I mean, I drove it fast. And those it things like, are known to yeah, just light like that, their yeah, tire yeah, up, and, and it's really light. Too. It's There's so light no, on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, it was constant. It's pretty hunkered down. It has a lot of tire for the power, yeah. and it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. My car is so balanced, like 50-50 weight distribution and everything. All the all that weight out back. Yeah, yeah. I would notice it uh, going up into turn two at Sonoma, but that's like a super oh, yeah. extreme scenario. Oh, it's yeah. like really tight uphill. You know, it's loose. I mean, what, the surface in is in the E30. But yours had limit slip. No, I oh. when I bought it, it did not. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I thought all the spec cars had it. It was while I was preparing it. I see. So you were like driving it before you got it all done. Yeah, like while I was building it. Yeah, yeah. But was, yeah, uh, mine was labeled an IS, 
but uh, it did not have the. I assumed it had the yeah. limited slip just because I asked. Just bad. But uh, it, you know, I, I was noticing that wheel slipping, and it's like you kind of you test it out, uh, and it just it didn't. It someone swapped the diff out, or it yeah. could have been super worn. I mean, did you see the actual? Well, housing? here's the other piece of info: was like every part on that car had the pick and pull, <laughs> yeah, the, all like markings on yeah. it. It's like okay, well, pretty much everything's been swapped on this thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I actually got disqualified from a race for having the wrong steering rack in. I had a 325E steering rack. Huh. Uh, and That's there's a, a specific, no, it's worse actually, yeah. but it's not, it doesn't meet the rules. Uh, um, so, I mean, you can put better ones in, uh, I forget it's a Z3 rack, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and so it was, it's not uh, a question of, is it better or not? It's, does it meet the rules or not? And I happen to be a tech inspector, so it was like uh, I was checking everybody else's, so I had to check my own and found it was out of spec. <laughs> Wait, and you disqualified yourself? Can I had to. Twenty-five yeah. E's not be in spec. Correct. They can't race spec. No, it's. I mean, you can Why? start with that chassis, but you have to have a the I motor, the two point five oh, really? motor. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a spec series. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. it's like very specific stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the so our lemons car with GoPro, the E twenty eight, like it was brutal at Sonoma, dude. Like it was yeah. almost not because it was almost undrivable in many. I mean, we were quick, but the lack of LSD showed yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like it was, it was impossible to put, put the power yeah. down. Like yeah, at the very end, that hairpin, dude. It was so frustrating because you would be carrying so much speed, and then you would try to zoom out, and yeah. like nothing, 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 nothing finally hooks up. And meanwhile, people are passing you on the outside. And imagine if you were in a, uh, you were together in a group with other e28s and the other ones had lsds That's like really that was the situation i was in and it's like oh well you know these other e30s are totally pulling yeah. away at that particular moment yeah like you get super sensitive to the fine details I, not so apparent on a rally where i remember really that out. like following and being with jared our friend jared and his two, 2002s throughout the years on super tight uphill you know hairpins and stuff he would just be sitting there spinning the wheel yeah and yeah. you're like dude fucking go right. like what the fuck <laughs> right. you know and he'd just be sitting there like begging for traction but especially skinny tires too yeah. like i don't think he ever really yeah, had they're probably tires. hard yeah old tires especially too. with jared so, yeah, yeah yeah he's not buying like good shit no, no dude he he does Zenith well now he now. does yeah oh nice that was a big deal for him yeah big steps sure. it was uh no updates on zero none it doesn't run haven't touched it since that. No, I mean it's been raining too. It's like you know. So yeah. it's not running or anything. You no, it's not. You haven't figured it out. Yeah. So uh, when that's it starts sad. clearing up, I I really I got to get it together for Radwood. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so that's shit. oh yeah, I mean, that's yeah. coming up really quick. It's so. kind of like a poster time. Week, week and a half. I know. Yeah. So I'm looking at the calendar. And it's like when is it going to stop raining? You see, we uh, we released the from the original Radwood. You know, it was the 944 was the design. Yeah. The main one. And yeah. then there was also a Testarossa and a Corvette. Yeah. And we released those shirts on Teespring. Oh, um, I got to buy one. Yeah. Mm. C4 style. Cool. Yep. Um, I might keep it for a little while. Yeah, you will. But question. You get a running first, though. So you said it rain, but you have it in the carport, right? Isn't it covered? No. When the tow truck dropped it off, we didn't get it under the carport. And besides that, uh, the hood. Well, I have two different ones. I... There's the one that uh, when I do long-term fixes, I pull it in the back yeah. under the bigger carport. Um, the hood will work there and everything, but it would be quite difficult for, with, if it's not running to get it into that spot. Mm -hmm. um, the other one I normally park it in, uh, I can't lift the hood up all the way. 
It hits? It hits. <laughs> and that's when it's on the ground. So I absolutely cannot put what it on jack hell? stands and lift up the hood. <laughs> wow. That well, you high? can lift the hood, then roll it in. Would that help? No, it it would just hit, hit the freaking... It oh. hits the top of the freaking oh, thing. I thought it gets high and then goes low. It does, but I wouldn't be able to pull it in because like, there's like little... Uh, Dude, I mean, just, it, take, just remove the hood in, entirely, dude, and just rock it like that. It is so heavy. <laughs> I would love to. It's <laughs> mm. um, a good look. Anyways, so yeah, no updates. So, you, but that's the class? next thing, dude. I want to, I want to jump in now. We got the freaking time change, so I can drive it without brake light or the, oh yeah, the taillights. Um, are you, but, you driven it? Are you started? No, I was gonna bring it to Cars and Coffee, but uh, ended up bringing my daughter and didn't want to risk that when it was all rainy. But and I I don't really want to commute with it in the rain so yeah um but I'm excited about jumping back in. Art was your hybrid your update? Yeah, I really got nothing. Uh, I did want to mention that I saw a mid to late '90s Buick Riviera today. Do you remember those? Of course I do. Um, what a weird ass car. Well, which one are you talking about? '90s? Yeah, late like, '90s, oh, like the last Riviera. Yeah, like the with tapered with, tail with, like with a, a little oh, over. Yeah. It looked like a a whale. Like a whale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like dude, a small whale. Yeah, I was like, I saw that today. I yeah. mean, on the way down here, and I'm like, Buick was well, fucking doing like, some shit back then. They were like, smoking some good. They were shit. on, yeah, like the, the Riata. Riata. Yeah, yeah, totally Rocky right. Dash, so bizarre. I followed a Riata to work the other day. I was like, man, that thing's crazy. It looks like the most wonderful part of your day. Yeah, yeah. Start your day off right. Follow Riata. On Highway 1 for a while. What do you call a group of Riatas? Riata? A regatta. Oh. Oh, Fancy. I just made that up. (laughs) Isn't a regatta a boat race? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. correct, sir. Yes, yes. That's all Um, I've got. No updates. Uh, Let's see. Scanning, scanning. Oh, here's an update for you. You guys will be proud of me. Why did you give him a second chance? I don't know, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Super short. Well, I mean. Super short. That's what everyone else does. My M Coupe has just been parked in the garage. No, the listeners are driving lanes, so they depend on you. If Art starts (laughs) talking too long, like we need to chime in. It's our role. This is true. Uh, So when you go on your cell phone, that's not cool, man. All right. So anyways, what I did was... (laughs) What? Uh, M Coupe has not moved since rally. I parked it in, and uh, it's all buggy. So we're all letting them just rest. Yeah, <laughs> they're marinated. My car has grass like growing into it. <laughs> but you drove it. No, I drove it to cars and coffee though. So um, I had that crazy exhaust leak on the rally. Oh, yeah. Crazy exhaust leak. It was so. It was an art story. I heard it was it. insane. Well, I I dude, couldn't. Dude, I almost died. I remember hearing it. I almost died. I yeah, that's why died I got up. sick and blah blah blah. So, uh, if there was any story that you've ever embellished, I forget. Awesome, that was it. Yeah. I did almost die. I was already sick, and then that. I was that's like, brutal. I was like thinking about. Did your wife get sick? No, I don't think she was. It was like kind of after that that I really felt the effects because I dropped her off in San Luis Obispo. I mean, in Paso. Paso. So, so then I had that long run yeah. afterwards, but that run wasn't bad from Depomo to Paso. Why not? Well, it's not that far. Yeah, but it's still it's a long. We split it up into and, two, you yeah. know, from Santa Barbara to Depomo, yeah, and yeah. then split, and then we're in Depomo for an hour and a half, and I then guess you had enough that. time to breathe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so you drove to cars. So, anyways, I uh, fixed the exhaust leak. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's good. Oh, oh, and then I drove it to cars and coffee, and then on Sunday. Um, I decided, I was like reading about the camber and caster and all that. And I decided to adjust the caster. Uh, so 
like race car, the knife, they have basically, you can, you can go three to, I guess it's three to three degrees or I don't know what it is, but the max is three degrees of caster, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and to do that, you essentially just loosen the two bolts on the, on the A arm at the back, the pivot point at the back. And, um, you just move it towards the outside of the car. Um, just and, full to the outside. Backing oh, okay. up, because you had kind of been describing like some like somewhat heavy steering. No, or some odd opposite steering. of numb. heavy. It like, was really like numb, right? it was like a little bit like loose and not not that much feeling. Okay, so you're trying. That's why you were messing with this stuff. You're like, yeah. Trying to get that back. So I was like, man, because it, it would. Yeah, it's like almost a little bit nervous and not really feeling what's happening. Um, almost too light. So. Dialing in a little caster, from what I read, makes the steering a little heavier, and it'll make it more stable on the highway mm-hmm. and a little less like, nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I dialed, I basically put that all the way to max, which is what they the spec nine forty four guys run and stuff. Um, which I know it's a race car, but whatever it's not that much really like yeah. a lot a lot of like race cars they'll get a caster kit like blocks and they want to go to like to five or something like that you know they want even more caster but um i did that and then i just i i haven't really gone on a drive but i drove like westcliff yeah. and around and i think it's back to the way nice, it's supposed dude. to be basically awesome. and now if i get a good alignment now it'll be like totally dialed but i think that was the whole thing like last time i got it I got it aligned. I think they just, I don't know. I think they just don't fuck with the caster. We have shitty alignment shops around here. Dude, I, I can. We don't have real alignment one. shops. We have tire shops. Yeah. That do alignments really, and like I got a guy that had his own alignment shop for a while, and he's pretty knows what's up. Really? Yeah. But does he but have he a laser shop? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. They have lasers at uh, Big O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you just got to tell him, you know, like. Yeah, you got to tell me you want this spec. Or just kind of say, like, what you use it for, and you might be like, okay, like, I kind of dialed a little bit more extreme. Basically, they go to, like, extremes of the, the manufacturer's, like, suggestion. Because typically they want to get the best tire wear. So yeah, they, and they always go middle of the road. They're worried about, you know. Or a lot of times they just try total. to get it even, whatever that is, within yeah. those limits. Yeah. And it's just kind of, like, messed up. And yeah. then a lot of those people, they don't even know how to do it. Like, they're like, oh, well, the caster, I couldn't get the caster. Because when I got mine done before the rally... Um, cause I'd done the control arms yeah. and he was like, come, came up to me and was like, Hey, I dialed it in a little bit more for you. This oh, cool. That. And so I'm like, Oh, rad. Yeah. Did so, he show you the specs or like, yeah, what was it? Specs. I don't remember. Even them out. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's there though. I need to take it on a real drive, but it's pretty satisfying just to be able to move yeah. those caster blocks and like to see that they were like basically all the way in, hmm. which from everything you read is like that's going to be a little nervous and Mm -hmm. the steering's going to be too light and kind of weird like fat you know way too light and then dialing it out it'll give you more like feel and stuff like that so it it definitely feels a lot better and i think it's back to the way it should be cool dude yeah super stoked on that encouraging yeah I'm because that was sure. the whole thing. It had tons of grip in there. It felt fine. It was. I just mean, like, the whole bottom line is you'd never aligned it. So yeah, there's some yeah. no. But I there. did before, and it still felt like that. Yes, yes. But there was one critical change, right? You did a control arm or a ball joint or something. I then, just did another control arm before right. the rally. But even before that, it felt it felt wrong. It felt right. wrong. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, when you go to the alignment shop, you don't give them specs. You just like they have, have the, the factory specs. Yeah. I know, but that's not what you want. You well, want yeah. it better. You want to tailor it to your yes, your I own do. taste. It's like Gran Turismo. Every day, yeah, you should get an alignment. Yeah. 
Exactly. You can tow in, tow out. I've been doing it for add years, a little, dog. Add a little camber. <laughs> for years, yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of my favorite uh, project car updates in a while. Good job, Lane. Thanks. Thank Sweet. you. Thanks, yeah, Lane. I tried. Um, so, Radwood's coming up. Yeah. I mean, there's one more podcast before Radwood after this episode. Isn't that crazy? Speaking of, did you do you guys have outfits planned? No. I feel like we were planning way in advance last time. This is like Halloween. Yeah. Every time you're like, oh, next year I'm going to be... I yeah, just, you're going to plan super early. I yeah, just do happens. always do the same thing. I put an 80s t-shirt on and a hat and I rock it. Like, I don't care, you know? Oh. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like... <laughs> <laughs> cool guy. Yeah, I know. Cool guy over here. I just don't... I'm not a big like... I'm not a big dress up guy, but I'll like... I'll, I'll do that, you know? What Says a little the guy mullet, running a I know, dress up show. Whatever, dude. You're a behind the scenes guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's too cool for school, guys. What it is? Yeah. I oh, I, I that's so, I, so 80s, Lane. I just got <laughs> I just got a bunch of shirts today in the in the mail. Are you trying um, to distract us to sell <laughs> at Radwood? Totally I got the royalty shirts right there. Oh, cool. And then I got banners right there. So I got four banners for oh, yeah, our, like video game tent and everything. Are we gonna do a podcast from? Yeah, Radwood? dude good um it's always a lot of fun yeah we have a few tables we're bringing um yeah we'll have the podcast poster yeah again djdp is gonna be spinning the ones and twos and And, uh yeah it's gonna be awesome dude we have like i think we're gonna have a good we're definitely gonna have over 200 cars Mm -hmm. uh probably like 250 cars nice so it's gonna be pretty awesome dude matt ferris hosting the um the film festival. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, at What's he bring, Is he bringing a car? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. He's probably he hasn't a... like reached out at all. He hasn't communicated yeah. at all. Like I didn't even know he was hosting the thing. I Did just got an know? email from Lemons yesterday saying, "Oh, Matt Ferris hope hosting the film festival," and then, uh, uh, yeah. So hmm. they're getting you know getting all dialed. This should be. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a blast, dude. The answer is Fox Body, right? Oh fuck yeah! I mean, yeah, but he's not gonna oh, bring it up yeah. from there. No. So I think he'll just drive a normal car or something. I see. Um, yeah, I was supposed to, or Jay invited me to go have drinks tonight, but we were recording the podcast, so mm. obviously not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's going to be fun. I was telling Rick that you kind of think about it. There's a lot of work, for, especially for you guys, you know, planning all this stuff. But yeah. then you, you kind of remember that. Actually, once it's going, it's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. There's all these people you're going to see in cool cars. Kind of like yeah. the rally, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's so much. And we stress like, up oh. out about a lot, and it, you know, it all kind of sorts itself out for gonna, the most part. It's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, I think this, especially this venue, it'll be easier than before. I mean, the main thing is just going to be parking the cars. I mean, we don't have anything mm-hmm. else to worry about, really. You know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Be... We had to get the food, so we got that settled. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then just wiring, really getting cap- getting power to the right places, and mm-hmm. that's right. kind of pretty much it. Right. We have an idea where that's going to go. Cool. Yeah. Well, sounds rad. So you're going to drive your car up, right? I'm um, S-Class. Oh, yeah, S-Class. I- I'm going to yeah. try, yeah. And then, sure. Art, you're bringing the SEC, obviously. Yep. yep. I'll bring the 944. Brian's going to drive the VAT. Yeah, let's make it happen. Get it towed up. Triple A goes that far. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Back that thing in. <laughs> Let it off the ramp. Um, cool. Well, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, anything else? Is that time? I think so. I think it might be that time. Art, go for it. Trivia time.
Uh, we have a electric smart car at the shop, and um, these are really cheap cars, right? They're mm-hmm. coming off a lease. Or like five grand. I think that's like a 2013, 2014, something like that. Yeah, they're five grand, four grand. Wow. 3,000 bucks, something like that. Pretty cool little cars, right? I mean, rear wheel drive. Rear drive, rear engine. Or I guess it's mid engine. Under, yeah, you're on, un- you sit on the engine, right? Don't I mean, you? It's electric though. Mm. Uh, that's, the, yeah. Mid motored. <laughs> mid motored. Yeah, it's mid because it sits between the wheels, right? Mm. Anyways, um, kind of fun, kind of zippy, kind of cool. Uh, this one has an issue where it's not charging. So that's fun. It's just out of warranty Mm -hmm. and, uh, they take it in to see if there's any, you know, courtesy warranty. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently they can tell when the, uh, desiccate filters have been changed for service. Say what? There's some filters in there for moisture. moisture. Um, on the battery pack itself, they look like little cylinders. Very weird. They, that's kind of BS. It's like a reason not to cover it under warranty, right? Mm. Because there were two battery packs made for these cars, two different production types. I'm not sure where the cutoff is. One battery pack is quite expensive. Hmm. Any guess on the uh, list price at a San Jose Mercedes-Benz dealer for a electric smart car battery pack? $12,000. Mother of God. Brian comes out strong. Seven thousand. Lane less strong. <laughs> Ninety two hundred. Ninety two hundred. Stronger yet. Or stronger than Lane. Um so keep in mind a Prius battery is like twenty five hundred bucks. Mm. Like oh, three, we have three no, grand. I have no reference at all. Something like that. But that's a very common car. Tons of Priuses out there, and there's even aftermarket battery packs. Really? Now. You can replace an entire battery pack for less, less than three grand. Yeah. Definitely. Dude, that's, that's not bad. Like even, less than I was expecting. Even Dorman makes Prius battery packs. So you can just buy a brand new one off the shelf. Huh. Hmm. But not for the smart car. It makes it not that big of a deal. No, yeah, it, it doesn't. Because be 2500 you're like, eh, that's like transmission. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it used to be five grand when they were brand new, just failing, and they were, you know, only Toyota sold them. And then people are getting into this game of re- refurbishing them, upgrading mm-hmm. them even, so you get better power, better, you know, range. But now there's like multiple remands and generics. So, but anyways, not with a smart car. Apparently, this battery pack is made by Tesla. Huh. It is uh, on national back order for like almost a year. What the Because Tesla can't even get cars out, let alone battery packs for wow. other cars. And they are $30,800. What? <laughs> what the hell? That is straight robbery, dude. Wow. So we went oh, my through, God. Yeah. The other, the cheaper version is $8,000, hmm. which this car does not have. And it includes the module, which is what fails, probably, mm. I'm guessing. Because one cell out of these big cell blocks of batteries goes bad. And the, the module says, nope, not going to charge it. Something's wrong. Hmm. Shuts down the whole process. Is there any way to, like, scab on some other, like a Prius pack or something? You know, It's pretty complex. So we took the whole thing apart. We got this. We bought a heavy-duty charger from eBay. Tried just charging that one cell that was bad. It took the charge, put it all back together. Nope, still won't charge. It charged. We charge the battery directly, mm-hmm. you know. But the car, when you plug it in, says no, no go. So yeah. wow. And the battery pack's super interesting. It's got coolant flowing through it, and in, in all these mm. different lines, and it's mm. a pretty complex, way more complex than a Prius battery pack. I mm. mean, they're yeah, very interesting and. 
I guess there's a reason. Pretty fancy. So your $3,000 car, it's pretty cool. $4,000 car. Hmm. And they will all need it someday. And I guess at this dealership, because my boss used to work there and is friends with everyone, there's just a fucking parking lot full of these things. People oh, just gave shit. up on them. They brought them in. They had this issue and said, eh, later. Well, Hi- yeah, what are you going to do? Right? Yeah. Hayabusa conversion. <laughs> I know, That's what right? you're going to do. So anyways, there's going to be a fleet of these things eventually. And I'm sure some aftermarket. LS swap. <laughs> LS swap. Someone will Dude, figure Someone it out. has to make the batteries. But you, there's people out there going, oh, test the battery. Just get a test the battery and do it. You know, do these swaps. Good, good luck. And I think even a used Model S battery, they're insanely expensive. Hmm. Like people want 20 grand for the battery pack, a used one out of a Model S. Shit. I don't know if this would happen to those batteries too, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, They make those RAV4 batteries too. Yeah. Um, Tesla does all those. Right. Do they also do the S class, like Ali's? I don't know. Because I knew they had a little partnership going. I mean, if they did smart, then it would probably be S class. Yeah, that's. Because that's Mercedes. Right. <clears throat> so, anyways, if you see a good deal on a smart E, don't buy it. Don't buy it. So, you guys have the one with the tracks on it. Yeah. So, that one stopped charging. No! And we were like, oh, fuck. What the fuck is going on? So, once again, uh, Mercedes scanner to the rescue. Just reset all the parameters, and it was like, hmm. okay, yeah, I'll charge. So, for this guy, he could just buy another car. It would be... A better right. thing to do. So he's, yeah. yeah, so it's like long story, but he basically is giving us free reign to try to fix it however we can do it. Hmm. Just get a bunch of Duracells. Yeah, just double A's. That's a good idea. Um, so what you're saying is if you see a three to $4,000 smart car out there, it is not a smart purchase. Smart or purchase. you take the battery. <laughs> I was waiting working. a long time to send that one out. <laughs> uh, which, this uh, Hayabusa thing, well, maybe the Hayabusa motors are a little harder to come by, but... Some motorcycle motor. They've done the swaps. I've yeah, seen the YouTube videos. Totally. They yeah. do crazy donuts. Yeah. I don't know if, if they're a probably cheap motorcycle motor. Yeah. They did not start like a, as electric cars, but how about just a Honda motor or something? Yeah, I mean there's packaging issues. Yeah. Uh, get get one of the boxer BMW motors. Whoa. Something flat and low. Uh, like an R? Yeah. Hmm. That's probably not cheap either. No. 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Super. You Subaru motor. This yeah. is packaging. Small. Yeah, it's going to stick out the area. back a little bit. Small area. You just have to cut stuff. Just throw them away. Yeah, just I cut was, stuff. I was, the minute Bro, I found huh? out after we did all that work and it still didn't work, I was like, just pick it up and put it in a dumpster. The whole car. <laughs> done. <laughs> Recycle. That's it. You're done yeah. with that thing. There's almost nothing you can take. The body's plastic. I mean, of course, the chassis isn't, but the Mm-mm. panels are all plastic. Seats are shitty. There's a steering wheel is shitty. Like, there's nothing good you're going to be like, Turn it yeah, into, yeah. Oh, we got to save all these parts. Turn it into a racing simulator. Just put a screen on the front. Oh, that's and good. And you got all the yeah. seat and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Airbnb. Oh, there you go. Nap <laughs> station. Nap pods. <laughs> nap pods. <laughs> yep. All right. The most uncomfortable nap pod. Even worse than a Corvette. <laughs> that's a podcast. See you next time. Speaking of nap pods. Nap podcast. <laughs> Later. See ya. Bye. Whenever you're... That boy's been ridden hard. That's right. <laughs>